to Foster My Stories, the achievement-focused podcast for foster care, adoption, orphan, inclusive of underserved communities. I'm your host, Shalina Michelle Tate, and on today's cast episode, I'm going to be interviewing Dr. John DeGarmo, director of the Foster Care Institute. Dr. DeGarmo, how are you doing today? Thank you so much for joining me here on Foster My Stories. Gracefully chosen listeners, we have a special, special guest expert here with Dr. John DeGarmo. Dr. DeGarmo, could you tell the listeners before becoming the founding director of that dynamic institute, how was your upbringing? sorry for that loss, but I also commend even the effort to want to go into foster care. When your child passed, was that an immediate thought or that was like a stirring in your heart to go that direction? Yes, I read that, and that's part of your amazing testimony. Could you tell the listeners just about the different children that you had? I know there's different types of foster care, like in-kind, but that's with the family. Then you have therapeutic, you have respite. What kind of foster care did you provide? Oh, Yes, your TED Talk really moved me. I watched it and just your testimony about your daughter. Could you tell listeners who don't know about that journey, about actually having a little girl and how that happened? Yeah. 
listeners, please, when you get a chance to visit Dr. John DeGarmo, fostercare.com, there you will find content from his speeches. And that particular one is on the main page. Please go watch it to hear her testimony. It's very heartbreaking. And unfortunately, that happens on a regular basis. And what struck home for me even more is when you said the system failed her. And that was so true. When children go into foster care and hopefully with adoption, the hopes is that they find loving homes that's going to really do right by them and care for them. Unfortunately, that's not always the case. Sometimes biological family may clean up and take them back in, but that may not have been the best placement to go back to. And then they end up worse than where they were. When you said the system, that really got me. When you said the system failed, that really added for their awareness to be more. Yes, sir. I wholeheartedly agree with that. I, for a season, had an opportunity to work as an administrative temp in North Carolina foster agency. Just being around the other end of it, paperwork, social workers, and, and what goes into it from that perspective. Like you said, it's overworked and overwhelmed, really, and understaffed and not enough resources, manpower, if you want to say. You and your wife have taken in over 60 children, and I also see where you've adopted three. Could you tell listeners about that journey of deciding to move into adoption how was that for you and your family commend you saying that I definitely can relate to being in homes where it's a clear separation between biological and foster and so just to hear you touch on the fact that in your home everyone's equal everyone's a family Yeah, I was going to ask you, it wasn't more of a divine, I feel like it was more of a divine calling, which you kind of recognize there, how it, it just went that way, and you're yeah. right, yes, yeah. and a lot of times in our lives, that's so true, we do plan to go one direction, we start to learn that we uh, have purposes and callings in our lives, and it sounds like God really prepared you for that direction. Very much. Yeah, 
Yes, and I definitely see here where you say basically your regrouping routine, it kind of keeps you grounded is prayer, gardening, and spending time with friends and hobbies and all of those things help. Once again, I just commend you and your for just doing, in my eyes, the dynamic because the reality, sad reality is a lot of people don't want to be bothered and unfortunately there's continued need to care for these children and then also the right way. You know, it's one thing to put them in the home, but you know, to make sure they're in the best home and then there's one thing to, you know, adopt them, but make sure they're with the right family. And if they return to their family, for them not to end up in a worse state. I see as well that your vision for progress going into the future is to bring more awareness and advocacy for the issue of foster care and human trafficking. Could you explain to the listeners a little bit more about that? Because I also am aware that that is a real situation that's really talked about. Oh, sure. Many children of foster care end up victims of human trafficking. You know, children in foster care, no one wants to be a foster child. Yeah. Thank you for even bringing awareness to that because if the awareness is spread, no one can say that they never knew or they can never just use the excuse of, okay, well, it's not my situation. And so the reality for me coming from foster care and kind of having a crash course through going into the real world was the root of rejection and looking for love, looking for acceptance. And that's so true. A lot of children that come out who are emancipated out or choose to leave, they run into the predators often or they end up on the street, teenage pregnancy, incarcerated. Unfortunately, the statistics. I'm just happy to hear that you as a leader is making the strides to make a difference in what statistics say for these children. I wanted to highlight as well his books, which is also found on his website. That is drjohndegarmofostercare.com. Some of his books include The Little Book of Foster Care Wisdom. It is 365 Days of Inspiration and Encouragement for Foster Care Families and God's Call to Growing Epidemic, The Church and Foster Care. I believe that's a dynamic book, especially from faith standpoint, especially if you are a family of faith. And then the Foster Care Survival Guide, three of the many that he has, Dr. DeGarmo, other than books and really just being a leader all over, are there any other programs or any projects you're working on to add to your efforts to help these children? Oh, yeah. very happy to hear that as well that there are from a real standpoint that there are celebrities out there really public figures out there that's still wanting to make a difference and they themselves are also fostering our adoptive daughter to garmo before we go are there any words of wisdom that you're wanting to give anyone aspiring to be a foster or adoptive parent or just in general make a difference for these children sure
Yes, and I agree wholeheartedly. Once again, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to come here on Foster My Stories. Honored to have you here. I would say you are a super expert because um, not only are you an expert in the field, you are definitely a leader making countless strides. Just having you here has really been an honor. Gracefully chosen listeners, you can catch Foster My Stories every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you would like to be a guest on Foster My Stories as a feature community or special guest expert you can inbox gracefully chosen 2020 facebook page and you can catch new episode wednesdays at 3 p.m eastern standard time via red circle podcast spotify amazon audible radio public and google podcast and remember being foster adoption orphan and underserved simply means you're gracefully Take care.